Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And looking forward to 70 more. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, time's picking it up, let's go. Who the hell is he anyway, he never really talks much, never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck, humble through opportunities, given despite the fact. That many misjudge cause he makes a living from writing rats Put it together himself, got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds, the skill of an artist This is 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill, who would've thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames And I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped, mega death, took Alright, welcome in, it's Tuesday in the zone, back in the studio today, on the road yesterday. I want to thank the Little Rock Trojan wrestling team for having us out and having uh, some time to spend with Coach and his wrestlers yesterday. Really good experience, really good guys. And uh, if you get a chance, catch them this uh, season over at Jack Stevens. And if you like that kind of thing, I think you'll love it. And if you don't kind of thing, I think you'll love it. And if you don't or haven't been exposed to it, I think you should. It's uh, But a good group of young men yesterday, Wes, had a chance to visit with. There was a lot going on yesterday with golf tournaments all over the place. I know Ken Duke and um, Glenn Day had their tournament over at Burns Park, and apparently that went well. I was talking to Coach Shields today, and sounds like things went well for them yesterday in tornado relief efforts. And then, of course, we talked to James Miller for a minute yesterday. They had their event out at Greystone. It was a great day to play golf, that's for sure. And the breeze. I was I was okay with the wind. A lot of times, you know, you don't like to play golf in the, in, in the wind, but yesterday with that, that uh, stiff breeze, it, it, it made it tolerable out there with all the heat and humidity. So it was, it was a good day. A lot of golf all over, the, uh, all, all over central Arkansas. Today, uh, in about 10 minutes or so, we'll probably take a break a little early. Joseph Pinion is here, and he is going to be working on some spots. You hear him on the air all the time with Bell and Sward. He's going to be in studio with us for a minute, and Talk about what he's going to do here in the off season, what his summer looks like, and getting ready for next season at Arkansas for his sophomore campaign. Pat Bradley will join us at eleven ten after the Red White reports. Brought to you by River City Flooring. We'll visit with him about the NBA playoffs, Western Conference Finals get underway tonight, and the Nuggets are the favorites on paper, but history would indicate that they don't have a great chance. Although year by year, obviously that doesn't mean a whole lot. So we'll look at the history. It has not been a good run for the Nuggets over the years against the Lakers or frankly anyone. When that oh, got to this seven point. all time versus the Lakers in series. Brian Hendricks will join us, uh, courtesy of McClard's Barbecue, to enlighten us on what's going on in the outdoors. We started talking a little bit about Bear last week, and he wants to continue with that conversation. We'll talk a little fishing with him also, and then we've got a golf tournament to talk about at 1230 today. It is the Little Rock Parks and Rec event, which is going on at Rebsman on Friday. So we'll get details on that. And pretty cheap price. You know, we have a pretty inexpensive tournament ourselves and theirs matches it so we'll get details coming up in the final hour today so what is the most important thing happening today western conference finals i guess razorbacks preparing for their final regular season series we got softball ncaa tournament getting underway nba draft lottery and the nba draft lottery yeah that's probably the most important because it can change the uh, direction of a franchise, it will. Well, don't you think? I, I'm yes, pr- feel Victor pretty. Co- will. This this is going to change. Then think of a franchise value is about to, to blow up. They said something today was the anniversary of Michael Jordan's famous shot, and later today, uh, Charlotte could win the lottery, and he could then turn around and sell his team and make five hundred extra million dollars just today by winning the lottery. The famous shot, yeah, over Elo. One of those. Okay. One of the shots. I don't well, that's know. those. I mean, which one? So many, yeah. It wouldn't be a final shot, so the yeah, the Cavs. It would probably be you. Makes sense, okay. But five hundred million. 
That's what that could be worth tonight. Mm. Or it would. I mean, if you wanted to turn around and sell the franchise right now. Yeah. What would be worth? Having the number one pick and, and then drafting Victor Wimbayama. Victor Wimbayama. Banyama? Yeah. We need to learn to say his Wim name correctly. Wimbam. Ban. Ban? Yeah. Wimbanyama. Yeah. Yama. Yama? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wimbanyama. You can call him Vic. Vic? How the, about uh, the French freak? Why don't we call him VW? Get a get a sponsorship. Seems oh, obvious to me. Yeah. yeah. It seems like a no brainer to me. Um anyway, okay, well there you go. So what time is that? It's right before the uh the Western Conference Finals game, so it'll be at seven. Okay. Oh that's right, because the game's at seven thirty. All right, makes sense. So yeah, looking at a little history there, for those of you who care about what's going on in the NBA. And I hope that a lot of you are. I think both these series will be a lot of fun. Most of us do. As mm-hmm. Christian pointed out, the Nuggets have the most losses against the Lakers without a victory in NBA history. So the most losses ever by a franchise against another franchise, 7-0. and The next best is the Celtics against the Bulls, 5-0 and in the playoffs. Now, luckily for them, they did not face Michael Jordan a couple of years uh, after they had knocked him out. There was a series, I recall, when um, Jordan had some kind of crazy stat line, I don't remember how many points he had. Maybe is that the game he had sixty-three or something against the Celtics? Yeah, and yeah. he had like nine rebounds and, and seven assists and five steals, and they lost. Yeah, he was trying to do it all by himself, but he had to at that point. Um, other info here, I guess, just looking at history. The this is not the page I wanted. Lakers are 31-9 and nine in conference finals as a franchise, easily the most series wins in NBA history. And the Nuggets have never won in this round. I think they're 0-5, maybe? Yeah, they've never made the finals. So this, uh, the history is against them, but this is their best chance maybe, maybe ever? I don't know. You would think so. Yeah, being the one seed? I'd have to go back and... I assume some of those Alex English teams made it to the finals. To the Western Finals. I don't know. Maybe so. They made it in 09 versus the Lakers. Who was on that team? Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. J.R. Smith, Kenyon Martin, Chauncey Billups. What was that series? Was it good? Uh, I think it was 4-2. Okay. Um, it was pretty close, though. And the last time they made it was 2020 in the bubble, and the Lakers beat them that time as well. Hmm. Uh, we got a top 10 list we're going to get to, and uh, a couple other things, I guess. Just some notes and news. And Preakness is set. We haven't talked about that yet. I'm going to get Jeff Taylor on on Friday. i got to set him up for a time. We've also got Dick Girardi coming on to break it down. And Wes predicted properly and correctly, and I argued with him, but I was wrong because only eight uh, horses showed up for the Preakness, which I guess, you know, again, after you see the 20-horse field, it Mm -hmm. seems weird, but it's a relatively short field regardless. Red Route 1 will be the horse um, of most rooting interest, I would think, from around here. The Steve Asmussen horse obviously yeah. ran in most of the big races at Oakland this year, ten to one on the morning line. So, hoping for a little longer odds on him, but not going to get it on the rail. Bob Baffert's got National Treasure. Uh, Mage, the winner of the Kentucky Derby, is your favorite, eight to five. So, pretty heavy favorite there. Outside, you got First Mission, the Brad Cox horse, at five to two, and the others are Chase the Chaos, a fifty to one shot. Coffee with Chris, twenty to one shot. Perform. Uh, Shug McGahee's horse, fifteen to one, and Blazing Sevens, Chad Brown's horse, six to one. So, not a ton of uh, decent odds in here if you're going to get paid, unless you can hit one of these fifteen plusers. But uh, I guess Red Route One at oh. ten to one is as good a bet as you're going to get. And is that our only connection, Oaklawn connection? We go from uh, half the field, more than half the field at the Kentucky Derby, to one. Is I, that correct? I'd have to ask if any of uh, the other ones came through here, but Jeff will know certainly. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I was expecting a few more to show up in there. It's hard. It's a quick sure. turnaround. Well, if you're not going to win the Triple Crown, yeah. I guess there's not much point. But there's a lot of money. I mean, it's a big purse. So, I'm guessing. I'm trying to think who else. Oh, uh, Kentucky Derby or Arkansas Derby winner didn't isn't going to be yeah. back. And who was the runner-up? Not honestly, I uh, haven't looked at... Um the uh, once the derby was over, I haven't read anything about the end of the horses. How yeah. did they come out of the race? I sure. haven't heard anything. Uh, you know, and some of them may have a, a oh, uh, know, two fills. Two Se- fills. Yeah, yeah, second and third did not. They're not going to run here. So, and then beyond that, and that's surprising to me a little bit. Yeah, I am because too. they they ran a 
It was right there. Yeah. I mean, two fills had a good shot. was leading until got caught at the wire, but I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. I'd have to go back and look at the number of horses that have lined up the last few years, but it seemed like a small field to me. Top ten list going to get you ready for summertime, for those of you who are already thinking about it. We've got a list of uh, best beaches around the world, or the most popular destinations, I'm sorry, according to JetBlue. So if you haven't made plans yet, maybe these will spark your interest in heading out to a beach around the world. There you go. Um, we got baseball over Dickie Stevens tonight, but not Trav's baseball. It is Little Rock and UCA going at it again. So if you're looking for some baseball, tonight might be your night over Dickie Stevens. I think 6 o'clock first six pitch. O'clock. Third and, installment of the uh, Governor's I-40 series and um, Little Rock won the first two and trying to get go for the sweep this year. And Good Little Rock team. We told we told you yesterday, give them a game ball. They're leading the OVC. Final three games of the OVC conference play this weekend, and they're in first place. They are, yeah, they're back Thursday. So, again, they'll have to be strategic about who they pitch tonight, obviously. Um, games are on ESPN Plus at Moorhead State this weekend. And their last game will be Saturday at noon before they prepare for the OVC. They've only got to win, potentially, three games in the OVC tournament to make the NCAA tournament. They do the double buy deal, so they wouldn't play until Thursday as a one seed or a two seed. So I think they're in pretty good shape, obviously. Uh, Southeast Missouri is a half game behind them, as is uh, Moorhead State. So they got to win that series this weekend. Or, or have Moorhead State not win their series? That's who they're playing. I mean, or not have or Southeast, Southeast Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. Yep. And they're playing an Eastern Illinois team that's about 500, so they'll, they'll have a chance to get some help. So, but anyway, if they win, yeah, they'd only have to win, I think, three games to get the whole thing if they go win, win, win. So hopefully that works out. Their their uh, tournament is in Marion, Illinois. Can't say I'm familiar. Mm-mm. Never been there. Nope. Probably not going to go. Also, was looking, Arkansas is hosting Harvard, of course, in the first uh, round of the NCAA Regional 630 start. We had the... Talked about UCA yesterday. They're playing 3 o'clock over in Tuscaloosa. 6.30 for Arkansas and Harvard. Harvard. Guessing it's the first matchup. Yes, yeah, 4 and 6.30 is the two games in the Fayetteville Regional. Yes, sir. Doc Rivers has, Doc Rivers has been let go as the 76ers head coach. <laughs> well, with everything else we saw this last week, I'm not the least bit surprised. So if your team loses in the playoffs, you're fired. Why aren't they canning all the guys who didn't make the playoffs, Christian? That's a better question. Well, some of them do. It's just not as big as the head one. We've had as many coaches who made the playoffs and maybe even won a series fired as we did guys who didn't make the playoffs, haven't we? Yeah, but the 76ers have a team that's capable of making the finals sure. easily, and they haven't even made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay, that's fair. Well, let's also point out that if Joe Mazzula had lost with the Celtics, he probably would have gotten canned today, too. He may have, yeah. There was a lot of heat around him. So, Steve Kerr okay? I heard something about he may not be there long term. How long has he been there now? It's been almost 10 years. Yeah. Because I thought the move... But would, I think that that move would be kind of mutual in that they both decide that they... Yeah, he's been there a while. When Mark Jackson left, I mean, I thought that was a little bit hasty. But it obviously worked out worked great out for the Warriors, well. yeah. We'll talk some hoops coming up here in a second. Joseph Pinion's here at the Buzz, and so we're going to get him in studio here, and we'll chit-chat with him about uh, what he's up to right now. I guess they're done with school, so he gets to focus on whatever it is he wants to do basketball-wise this summer. So that's good. And we'll uh, get into that with him. And got some heights from the uh, NBA com- uh, the draft combine. For three, I got. I didn't ever saw Nick Smith's uh, measurements. He declined to do measurements or testing. Okay. Or scrimmages. <laughs> but I got Council Walsh and Black's numbers. Yeah, Council well, didn't do the athletic testings either. What's the point of not being measured? He may come in shorter. Well, I know that, but I'm saying they're not going to draft you without measuring you, right? You're going to meet with teams individually, right? You would think so, yeah. You come in for an interview and go, hold on just a second, go stand by the wall. I need to measure you real quick. Yeah, I don't... I mean, if you... That seems weird. <laughs> Very weird. Let's get measured. I understand that. Yeah, I think that... It makes you feel... It looks like he's hiding something. Yeah, it does. He's either hiding something, and he thinks that 
you know, participating in those drills would make him go lower than he wants to go, or he's still hurt. And I tend to think it's the former. I'm fine with all that. I'm just saying, like, how do you not get measured at least? Like, can we see how tall you are? Is that okay? Would that be all right? <laughs> it just seems odd to me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's a great history of that. Is that typical? Does that happen a lot? Uh, it happens a decent amount that guys just refuse to do anything at the combine, which is... What do you go to the combine for? Networking. Yeah. Interviews. And stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. But um, now with the new CBA that's kicking in, I believe, next year, the year after, top prospects are going to have to do the testings. Oh, really? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Now, Victor Wimbanyama is not at Chicago because he's still playing in his pro league in France. So I When does that end? I'm not sure. But I would think that that would be like an exception. Are there any um, financial ramifications for him leaving? Do they? Does like the team that drafts him have to pay a, a payment to his professional team in Europe? No, I think his contract is worked out in a way where he would be a free agent after yeah. this year. Okay. They, they were thinking ahead of time. Now remember this whole that team was formed just for, for him. Victor. Yep. For his, the development of Victor Wimbanyama. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Ten twenty-two. We're back in a second. You're in the zone. We'll be back with Joseph Pinion. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. is Sports Center. Arkansas baseball continues their late season climb in the D1 baseball top 25 poll. The Hogs are now number two in the country in the latest poll. The only team ahead of them is the Wake Forest Demon Deacons who remain number one. With one series left to go, it's pretty safe to assume the Hogs have a top eight seed locked up. They're also looking to secure another SEC championship. It would be their second regular season championship in the last three seasons under Dave Van Horn. The schedule is out for the 2023 NCAA softball tournament. The Central Arkansas Bears will take on Middle Tennessee State on Friday afternoon at 4.30 on ESPN+. Plus. The winner of that game will take on the winner of Alabama, the host, and LIU. The Arkansas Razorbacks are hosting their own regional. They'll take on Harvard at 7.30 on Friday night. You can catch that on ESPN+. Plus. The winner of that game will take on the winner of Notre Dame in Oregon. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. This is a test of the emergency activation system. This is only a test. is conducting a required weekly or required monthly test of the emergency alert system. This is only a test. Esta es una prueba. Esta estación está transmitiendo la prueba semanal o mensual requerida por el sistema de alarma y de emergencia. Esta es solamente una prueba. Ballantyne here for the butcher shop. Hold up there. Everyone knows I've always been the paid spokesperson for the butcher shop, where you'll find me on most evenings enjoying one of their delicious charcoal grilled steaks. But Hope, I'm here to talk about their lunch specials every Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2. Wait, what? The butcher shop is now open for lunch, too? Yeah, and they have a rotating meat selection every day, as well as everyone's favorite, Steak Burger Fridays on the last Friday of the month. What are we waiting for? Let's go to the butcher shop steakhouse for lunch and dinner. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com. 
ArcCare is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Our care, so you can live your story. Come on, man. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Give us a call at 661-1037. Now, back to the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Don't call it a comeback. Welcome back. Got a busy uh, second hour today. Pat Bradley will join us. We'll talk some NBA playoffs. We can talk NBA playoffs right now. Joseph Pinion joining us in studio. Razorback sophomore to be. Welcome back, my friend. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Buddy, good. Good to see you. So you are a Laker fan. We were just talking about this in the break. Grew up on the Lakers or became a Lakers fan? Always been a LeBron fan. Uh, Austin Reeves is on the team, fellow Arkansas guy, so, you know, I just got to support them. Have you played against him at all? Uh, One time he came down to Moralton, so I wouldn't really say I played against him because he was just, like, killing all of us. I was younger, (laughs) but I was there on the court at the same time as him. Played a little bit. I scored a little bit, too. Yeah? Never on him, but, uh, you know. He's he's pretty... Pretty impressive, right? Yeah, he's he's really good. Yeah, did you think he'd be this good in the NBA? Uh, I had a feeling he'd be good. I didn't know he'd be this good, mm-hmm. but I had a feeling he'd at least be a solid player in the NBA for sure. Yeah. So LeBron's kind of a love hate guy. What do you like about LeBron? Uh, you know, he's just he's just the greatest of an era. You know, he's just been so good for so long. You know, like he's been in the league about the same time he's been alive. So you know, you just yeah. you don't see anyone else doing what he's doing. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So uh, I guess he'll be locked in tonight watching. I, oh, yeah, for sure. I'll you definitely could, be locked in. Obviously, you're biased, but do you like their chances? Yes, 100%. You like the matchup? Yes. How do you feel that. about AD versus Jokic? I feel like if AD's playing the way he plays, it's not even a competition. Okay. I like that. So that's our question of the day, you know, who wins the Western Conference Finals. I voted Denver. Right. So convince, tell me why the Lakers are going to win this. You have the GOAT on the other team. You have LeBron. Like, He's known for getting to the finals. He may not win the finals, but like he gets there. <laughs> so I'm not too concerned about a Western Conference matchup for him. I think we all like the matchup, whoever they play in the East. Right. So mm-hmm. they just got to get there. Unless you still get some MVP-type performances from the, the, the Celtics. and Yeah, Tatum versus LeBron Tatum, would be fun to watch, too. That would be a good. And keeps, obviously Jalen Brown, and they got those other beasts, too. But 50-something, you know. They could be tough. I just don't trust the Celtics at all. With, no, with good reason. No, but but you you look at their last five quarters, they're playing. Maybe they've turned the corner. I don't think it'll be a cakewalk for them over the Heat. The Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. Not on either. Just because how they've been playing. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's no. You got to get them around there. Yeah. We have headphone issues. Anyway, this don't get me started. Um. So what? Uh, what's going on with you? What are you doing right now? Just working out. Working. Lifting. Doing defensive stuff, you know, just trying to improve everything in my game. Yeah. So you'll be in favor all summer? Yes, sir. Gotcha. And is this supervised or you're on your own working out? Uh, sometimes I'll be at Moralton working out with my coaches and stuff. Sometimes I'll just be by myself doing defensive stuff, just trying to get better at everything that I can. Are they giving you things to do or it's just you, as a basketball player, you know the drills, things that you need to be doing? Uh, it's a little bit of a mix of both. Uh, we've got a, our strength coach gave us some workouts to do while we're back home, so I'm doing those. And then just the defensive stuff, I like go to the sand pit, just slide in there, hopefully, just get my foot speed faster. How did you feel like your defense progressed last year? It progressed. Uh, not as much as it needed to, but I feel like it's on it's on an uphill trend, so I feel like that's a good thing for me at least. Yeah. Scheme-wise, how, how much different is it and how hard is it to pick up versus what you had been through before? Uh, I f- it wasn't that hard for me to uh, pick it up. I felt like I felt like I adjusted pretty well. I was able to just you know it's all about really just listening and doing what he tells you to do. Yeah, that's that's usually a good move. What was your uh, what were a couple of your favorite moments from last year? A uh, couple of my favorite moments: the Kansas win that was awesome. The that was a really fun win for us. Uh, the win against San Diego State 
That was also really fun. It was a great environment, a packed gym in Maui. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, the Missouri game, that was really, that was probably my favorite game. I got to play a lot that game. I played pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was probably my favorite one. How, how was the NCAA tournament experience overall? Did you, I mean, was it, did it live up to your expectations? Yeah, it was awesome. You know, the crowd was amazing. Everyone's fan bases traveled. Um, even the UConn game, like, even though we lost, like, it was still a fun experience. Like, you're in the Sweet 16 as a freshman, like, it's just really, it's just fun. Yeah. How much better do you think you are today versus this time last year as, as a player? A hundred times better. Way significantly better. It's not even close. What are the biggest things you picked up in that first year? Uh, You know, just like, there's like little tips, there's like little tricks that you can do in games where it makes it like just easier because you know you're playing against great guys every night, so you got to find some way to like make it easier for yourself to be able to compete. Mm-hmm. You were playing with uh, probably, well, we know they're going to be play, being paid to play somewhere next year, but uh, probably at least three NBA players last year. What, what, what did you learn specifically from like uh, Blacksmith, Walsh, those guys, Council? What is there? Are there things you can take away from their game that you, you can uh, implement? Uh, I learned just like how to work more. Because like you're playing against so much more talented guys, they're bigger than you, stronger than you, more athletic. So you gotta, you gotta find something of your game that sticks out that gets you a chance to play on the court. And for me, it was my three point shooting that was able to put me on the court and help the team. How tall are you officially? Uh, six four, six five, somewhere in that area. Okay, depends on what shoes I'm wearing. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So there apparently is some discrepancies, and we always assume when a guy reports that or his 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 height is reported, we always assume it's. Maybe a little bit less. Nobody ever under-reports their height, it seems like. And Wes got some numbers from the uh, NBA Combine that were a little bit surprising, or at least they were to us, um, because all year long we talked about 6'7", Anthony you know, Black, mm-hmm. and 6, I guess Council, we thought 6'6", six, 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 at least, or 6'7", yep. yeah. Uh, so this is without shoes on. Right. This is barefoot at the Combine. Ricky Council was 6'5", flat, okay. yeah. uh, 208 pounds. His wingspan was 6'9". Uh, Jordan Walsh measured six five and three quarters, okay. uh, two o four. His wingspan though was seven one wow. and three quarters. Wow. That was a huge wingspan. Anthony Black six five and three quarters, uh, weighed two ten. He was actually the heaviest out of all three of those. Uh, his wingspan at six seven and a half, so he had the the smallest right. wingspan. And any of those numbers surprise you? Uh, AB surprises me, but I, you know you can never really tell with AB because like he has all the hair. You can't officially <laughs> measure it. When we did it, uh, we did measuring in the weight room. We tried to like push his hair all the way down. It would never go down. He thought he was like <laughs> six seven, flat footed. Yeah, well, six seven and shoes for sure. We'll give him that if he's yeah, if he's sure. basically sure. A six six. He's huge. He's huge in prayer. I promise. Yeah. Him and when Jordan you stand, are both tall. when you stand ne- next to Nick Smith, how tall is he compared to you? Uh, I'm probably a little bit taller. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I was I was figuring Nick at six three, right? Ish. He's listed know. at six five, I think. Nick. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. I guess we'll we'll find out at some point. Apparently, he did not want to be measured at the combine, so I thought that was a little strange. But eventually, they're going to figure all that out. Um, what did you learn from playing against the, those top guys? I mean, what was it? Because obviously, you know, you, you played against some good guys in high school. But what was it like every day in practice? I got to think that was pretty beneficial to your game. Yeah, it was a different level. These guys, crazy athletes, crazy good at basketball. There's a reason they're going to get paid next year for a lot of money to play the sport. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and then, you know, i got to ask about the roster. I mean, there's obviously – we'll see exactly what it looks like. We don't really know yet, but, I mean, there's an overhaul. Um, are you excited about some of these guys? How much do you know about these guys that are going to be your teammates next year? Uh, I don't know a whole lot, but, you know, I'm ready to get to work. I'm excited to compete. Yeah, it's just – it's competing. That's yeah, cool. for sure. When will everyone report back? Uh, the 28th of May, 28th, 27th-ish, whichever one they come on. And summer, that's some, when summer session one begins? Uh-ish. We – it's like we have to report a little bit earlier. We have to get physicals and stuff before we're able to um, practice. So we'll get there like the 27th, 28th, have a couple of days off where you're just working out at that time, get physicals, and we start practice like probably the 2nd or 3rd of June, somewhere in that area. What was the last couple months like for you? Um, did you know you were coming back? Did you not know? Were you in limbo? Just what, what, was, what was it like for you? Uh, I felt like I wanted to come back. We had uh, a couple – I had, like, two meetings with Coach Muss. Uh, he said he wanted me back, so I felt like it was the right decision for me to come back. 
One of the familiar faces you will see in the locker room is Brazil, and we got just enough from him last year to know that we're really excited that he's coming back this year. Um, talk about guys who are sort of freaky and can do a lot of different things. He's a pretty unique unique player. Um, what do you like most about his game? And as a player, you got to be thrilled to have him back on the roster next year. Right, yeah. You know, he's a freak athlete. He's huge. His arms are long. He jumps 40 inches off the ground, already tall. You know, he's just... <laughs> He's just a crazy athlete. You know, he's got a really good skill set. I've seen him in the weight room. He's been lifting. He lifts a lot more weight. He lifts a lot heavier now than he used to before pre-injury. Mm-hmm. So, you know, looking at him coming back, you know, it's going to be probably going to be really special next year. So who's the best shooter on the team? Me. Okay. Who's second best? That doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Who was y'all's uh, kind of your, your leader last year, your, uh, your motivational guy? I feel like. Devo did a really good job leading the team last year. Ricky was kind of like a silent leader. Like, this is he just led by example. He led by what you're supposed to do. AB did a really good job leading, you know, being a point guard, but he's also a freshman. But he did a really good job being a leader, even though he was just one of the younger guys on the team. Uh, Jordan also leading by example. Like, you just you had to respect it. Like, he was playing hard. He's playing hard as, harder than anyone on the court, you know, so you just had to respect that. And then. Those are most, those are most of the leaders. When you go they're ahead. gone, yeah, they're, they're all gone. gone. Yeah. So who do you foresee taking that over? TB, TB will definitely he'll be the leader. He's kind of more of a silent leader, but you know, lead by example kind of guy. But we're just gonna go how he goes. You know, he's gonna be the best player on the team more than likely next year. So we just go how he goes. I want to ask about Walsh, too, because a lot of times, and there are plenty of games where statistically he had really good numbers, but there were other games where his numbers weren't great, but you look at down at the end of the column and his plus-minus was always phenomenal. Right. When you look at tape and, and you really kind of break down what he did to help your team, what were some things that stood out, especially things that didn't stand out in the you know the box score? Uh, you know, for me, it was he was guarding one of the best perimeter guys every night. Like, he had Jalen Wilson. Like, he's supposed to be a top guy. He had him almost... He was a factor, but he wasn't as much of a factor as he normally would have been mm-hmm. on a night like the night we played Kansas. Mm-hmm. How what much? Were, go ahead. What were those scouting reports like? We we've heard you know how de- detailed they are uh, coming from high school and getting uh, the, the scouting reports from the staff. What what, what were they like? Uh, the scouting reports were incredibly detailed. You know, we had every play. We had most of the plays they run. We knew every player on their team. We knew their tendencies, right hand, left hand. If they like to make a sp- certain move, we had that. A certain play that they like to run, we have that. Um, if a lot of teams start out with a certain play on the first play, we always had that unlocked. <laughs> we were just we were the most prepared team every night for sure. There's no doubt. Did you say that? Did that frustrate teams because you knew what they were wanting to do and you knew their plays? I don't know if it fresh. I don't know if they knew, but I feel like if they knew, they'd probably be they'd probably be upset about it. Yeah. Talking to Joseph Pinion here in studio if you're just tuning in, uh, talking about the summer and looking forward to next season. Um, you guys obviously had to deal with, man, it's been every every program this year, dealt with injuries and trying to go through that. You know, you hear the noise on the outside, and obviously the media, there's a lot of conjecture because we don't get a lot of information. Um, how, how difficult was it, or were you guys not – Did you? how much did that come up, I guess? Or did you, just, you can only play with who you got, but, I mean, how, how much of a distraction was that, or was it a distraction during the season? I don't feel like it was a distraction, you know, TV going down, like, it wasn't nothing that we would really do about it. We were all, we were sad about it for sure, because mm-hmm. it's one of our better guys. Uh, Nick's injury, you know, we just had to, no one was really upset about it. We just had to make do with what we had. So we had to have the guys who stepped up, guys stepped up whenever they really needed to, guys as far as we got to. So I feel like we adjusted pretty well to uh, how it was all going. In your mind, what do you think, or maybe in conversations with Coach, what do you have to do to get on the court more next year? Defense. Yeah. Guard somebody. Yeah. Finally, please. Yeah. How, how did you? How did you? How would you rate your defense? I guess considering what your expectations were, how, do, how would you rate what you did this year? Uh, it wasn't where I wanted it to be. I'd say like a solid six. Mm-hmm. Defense was because a lot. Yeah, defense wasn't where it needed to be. If I would have played defense, I felt like could have bumped up the score a little more, got some more minutes. But, you know, I just had to guard somebody, and I didn't do it as much as I should have this year. There were times we saw you jump off the bench, though, and knock down shots. How hard is it to come off the bench having not played, and you're a guy that you was used to in high school playing, I'm guessing, just about every minute. Uh, was it difficult after sitting for several minutes, coming in cold off the bench and trying to knock down shots? Uh, it was difficult a little bit in the beginning, but then me and my trainer, Ruben, we started doing this drill where it's like I'd come right before practice. We're supposed to get there like 30, we get there 30, 40 minutes early, get shots up. I come into practice. I'm like, I've been at school all day. I just sit down on the little chairs we have in the gym for a minute. 
And then all of a sudden, I just run to the corner, shoot a three, and I have to make it. If I don't make it, go sit back down. So we just did that drill, basically, like practicing, yeah. being prepared for it. Hmm. You know, so I like that. Well, hopefully soon we're going to be getting you a uh, a practice schedule that starts with you being in a tip-off. That'd be yeah, good. Yeah, I hope so. Hopefully. Yeah, that'd be, cool. nice. that'd be good. What else? Are you take classes this summer or anything like that? Yeah, we have classes this summer. Okay. How many hours do you take over the summer? Uh, we take two. We take one class each um each session, each, yeah, each yeah. Session. What's your major? Communications. Okay. How how difficult is it during the season to be a student athlete? It's pretty difficult. You know, you're missing a lot of classes. Like most of my classes were on Tuesday and Thursday, and we leave the day before game. We had a lot of away games on Tuesdays, and so you know, we leave Monday. We're playing Tuesday, so I'm not in class Monday, Tuesday. We get back late Tuesday night, so it's hard to get up for class Wednesday. But you know, it's it's but pretty. But you did it every time, right? Every time, every time. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. You take any virtual uh, classes? Yes, I had uh, I had two virtual classes. Gotcha. Since being uh, involved with Bell and Sward, how much has your fashion game improved? It's improved a lot. Yeah, a lot of a lot of that, uh, a lot more fashionable. Yeah, people, yeah. Okay. Sure. So are you uh, you help set the tone when you guys are on the road? I guess have to. Do you guys do suit and tie when you guys are traveling? No, we uh, we're all we always travel in Arkansas gear. Gotcha. You know, Coach, Coach Muss isn't really a suit and tie yeah, guy. Yeah, no, he is so. anti suit and tie. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you guys pretty set up on the gear. They take good care of you guys up there on that. Oh, yeah, for sure. We get we get plenty of gear. I like that. I've heard a couple games, non-conference games, being leaked out or known about anything you're excited about non-conference-wise, game-schedule-wise. I haven't heard anything about it, but just excited for the whole just excited for the whole year. Boy, good fishing. Ready to play. Been fishing all week, man. It's good. Good work, Wes. Didn't take the bait. No, no. he sure didn't. He's an experienced guy now. He's a sophomore now. That's freshman material. Well, we want to announce that uh, Bell and Swart has signed him to another NIL agreement, and we're just proud to have him... Uh, as the spokesperson for Bell and Schwartz. Yes, that is the voice of Wayne Cox. If you're uh, just tuning in, Joseph Pinion join us in studio. And um, yeah, it's obviously a perfect fit. You know, kind of the. No, I see what you did there. <laughs> perfect fit. Perfect fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. That's good. Um, well, cool. Listen, um, we'll let you get out of here. Appreciate you coming in. Good luck this summer. Hope you have a very productive few months here. And looking forward to seeing you next season with the with the team. And. Uh, you haven't heard anything on Ron Holland, have you? No, nah, not yet. I haven't heard anything. Okay. Do you know him? I don't know him personally, but a lot of the guys on the team know him. Or the old team. AB knows him. He went to school with them. So, you know, he's recruiting them hard here. Yeah. There you go. That was my one attempt at fishing. There you go. <laughs> Listen, Joseph, appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate you. All right. Keep up the good work. 1043, we'll take a quick break. And uh, I'll be back in just a sec. May is here. It's middle of May. May's running out, and they're moving them out in May at Guatney Chevrolet. They want want to make way for the 2024s yeah they'll be arriving so they got to get rid of all the 2023s interest rates continue to go up uh, many places around the country but at guatney chevrolet the entire chevrolet lineup is offering a super low 1.9 percent financing on blazers equinox new trail blazers new traverse new silverados equipped with that powerful engine 2.7 turbo max so get some great rates there at guatney chevrolet and they're still actively buying some late model vehicles. If you have one to sell, just stop by for an appraisal, an offer, and let them write you a check. 1.9% available, no payments, 90 days. It's happening at Guatney Chevrolet, Gregory Street Exit in Jacksonville. Check out the website, guatneychevrolet.com. Find the vehicle you want, then head to Jacksonville and see our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. You don't stay in business for 95 years unless you're doing something right. McLaurin's Barbecue is still going strong after 95 years with delicious barbecue and all the fixings, plus their hand-rolled tamales. And Philip McLaurin is still smoking meat and ribs. They're still offering their signature tamale spread, too. Visit their new location at 9219 Stagecoach Road in Little Rock, still using the original McLaurin's Barbecue sauce recipe from 1928. Stop in from 11 to 7 on weekdays and 11 to 8 on weekends. Old Crow Medicine Show, live in concert. Paint this town tour. Friday, May 26th at Oak Lawn Racing Casino Resort Event Center. Tickets on sale now at oaklawn.com. 
and pick up their new album, Paint This Town, out now. Old Crow Medicine Show. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hey, I saw your car on Marketplace. When can I look at it? How about midnight at the truck stop? Buying a vehicle shouldn't be a risky venture. See Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock and know exactly what you're getting when it comes to quality pre-owned vehicles. At Guadney, make a clean trade with a clean title and clear, simple finance options. Shopping new, Sierra 1500 at just 0.9%. GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. And how about anything on our lot with no payments for 90 days? Try finding that on Marketplace. Know what you're getting at Guadney Buick GMC. Hey, by any chance does the title say rebuilt? Absolutely not. The title says salvage. And that means foreign. Yeah, it's going to be a hard pass. I'm headed to Guatney Buick GMC. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Exciting news. The Innovation Hub will go outdoors this summer at St. Joseph Center of Arkansas. Yes, you heard that right. The Innovation Hub is offering the most fun summer camps for children between the ages of 8 and 14 years old, where your kids will get to unearth the power of art and nature, explore the great outdoors, and discover their survival and scouting skills. All at St. Joseph's beautiful green spaces. Hurry, camps will start on June 12th. To sign up, please visit arhub.org backslash summer camps. That is arhub.org backslash summer camps. It's Justin Ankry, and I'm reminding you that Certipro is the only option when it comes to interior or exterior painting, as far as I'm concerned. Having used them a number of times over the years, I'm about to get them on a new project. I got a new deck installed and about to get them to stain it and seal it and protect it for the future. That's what it's about. It's an investment in your future with Certipro Painters. You want to improve curb appeal, you want to improve the livability of your home, and you want to do it with people you trust who live locally right there in your community, then Certipro Painters is the answer. Each Certipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. You're back in the zone, live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network and online at 1037thebuzz.com. I'm on an island, even when you're close. Can't take the silence, I'd rather be Welcome back in the zone. This segment brought to you in part by our friends at Max Prairie Wings down in Stuttgart. It's a great time to get out on the water and kick back. Do a little fishing with our friends at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. They want to help you get all set up and get uh, down there and check out the Tohatsu Outboard Motors. They are your Tohatsu Outboard dealer. These motors are affordably priced and backed by a five-year warranty. Max offers competitive prices, in-house financing, and a great service center with certified Tohatsu technicians. Fishing rods to guns, casual summer clothing to a Tohatsu outboard. Max has got everything you need for summer fun. Stop by and see him in Stuttgart or do some browsing online at maxpw.com. And again, a lot more than uh, just outdoor things. He's got lots of great clothing options, too. Get you decked out for the summertime. Appreciate our friends down in Stuttgart. It's Max Prairie Wings. Go by and see him. It's first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line uh, offerings. Master Record Live Fan Feedback. What do you got for us? Good morning, fellas. Let's do this. Give it hell, Justin and Wes. That's from Redbone. Thank you, Redbone. Good morning. Thanks. David uh, says, hey, Justin, can I interview with you for a job but not answer any questions? Do I have to talk? Mm. Hmm. Yeah. This ain't the NBA combine. Be tough. But mm. I will say this. I don't care how tall you are to work here. That's for sure. Can you believe Philly fired Doc? That's crazy. It's, I, it's not crazy. I, I can. Definitely believe it. There's nothing in the NBA that shocks me anymore with that. Doc Rivers is like blown, I think, eight, three, one leads, or three, two leads. Not not a fan? No. I'm, he's the most overrated coach in NBA history. Enough said. Wes, Wes is marinating on that. What else you got? That's it. Okay. Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. Trey says, what a great interview with Pinion. He has more substance than the morning show gives him credit for. Not sure why he or any athlete wants to be on the morning show. <laughs> they give everybody a hard time. Come on, be nice. Uh, Mike says, I honestly... Let's see. 
take while you're reading that taking up for the morning show it's a lot easier and uh you get better content when they're in person in the studio that's why when we can we try to get people in the studio it just it just a you don't have to worry about a phone line and how it sounds they're right here and then when you you have an eye, eye contact you it, you get to have a conversation with somebody and it's a little harder to do over the phone and, and let's face it when they're on the phone they can be distracted they can be doing something else they may be driving they may be who knows what they're on you just have him he's right here having a conversation so that's why i feel like and plus well, i mean you and i are great interviewers and it just helps now you're talking I don't know what this is trying to say. I, I get the gist of it. I do know what he's trying to say, but I, I don't think that it... Uh, I don't know if he voiced to text or what here. But anyway, he's like... Uh, uh, he's talking about the Live Tour guys, and he says, I watched Rory's presser, and his tone has changed drastically in his original take on Live. I think he realizes it was doing nothing but hurting him and helped gain more following for the Live. I don't agree with that at all. People complaining the coverage in Tulsa went off Sunday. It took me about three seconds to pick it back up on streaming, and it was just like I was watching it on TV. I mean, the NFL is now going to stream a playoff game. Get with the times, you boomers. Hmm. I will say that. Uh, I have had to come around to the fact that streaming is here to stay. Streaming is part of the deal. And, oh, by the way, my entire TV service is streaming. Mm -hmm. So I get uh, YouTube TV, and it's all on stream. So it is the way of the world now. I still can't get my ESPN app to work right, but the good news is... I can mirror off my phone. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I'm. T the other thing that sucks is I wish they would QR code everything because it's like now re-log in. So I have yeah. to go click, 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 Jay, click, 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 you. So I have to put my whole email address in. Then I have to put my password in. Mm. It's a pain in the butt. It is. I don't want to deal with that. No. I need a, I need an 85-inch TV that's touchscreen. Boop, 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 boop. And I, it still drives me crazy on ESPN3 when Arkansas is playing. And they, they don't start to stream until right at game time. Right. And and thankfully, usually the game starts two or three minutes after uh, the top of the hour. But I have to scroll through about 25 other games when it's the marquee SEC game. It's Arkansas-South Carolina. Why isn't that like one of the first games that pops up on my ESPN3? Why do I have to scroll through all these mid-majors, all the softball games, through some baseball, Major League Baseball? I have to go on and on and yeah. on and on to well, finally could, get to Arkansas. You could search Razorbacks in the but search bar. Then it's, you, you go to search, then you... Boop, 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 yeah, you're right. Boop, 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 R. Yeah. Boop, 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 okay. I feel like, you know, on ESPN, you pick your favorite teams and stuff like that. And on yeah, your account, it should just have your favorite no teams doubt. at the front. That's no doubt. Point. With the technology, they know what I'm watching. So, uh, you want to know something good? Prime, Netflix, what do they do? They put stuff that they know that I like because they've been watching what I watch. And so they stick their stuff up there. Why can't ESPN do that for Arkansas? The SEC Network has the first two games of the Vanderbilt series on Thursday and Friday. So that's good. That's very good. So you don't have to search for anything. Um, we were talking about the streaming just a moment ago. The NFL is taking a step into streaming, putting one of its playoff games exclusively on a digital platform for the first time. The league and NBC Universal announced Monday that the Saturday night game on Wild Card Weekend will be on Peacock. I don't even know what Peacock is. It's uh, NBC's, NBC's streaming service. I don't have it. I don't I'll have either. to download it, I guess. Is there a cost for that? Yes. Great. Peacock exclusive game January 13th would start at 7.15 or 7.30 Central. The game will be broadcast on NBC stations of the markets of the two teams. Interesting. The opposite of a blackout. Hmm. Uh, it will also be available on mobile devices through the NFL Plus package. It will be preceded by a late afternoon playoff game on NBC, and Peacock will kick off at 3.30. There is a free version of Peacock, so I wonder if this is going to be on that. Subscription hmm. rates for Peacock start at $4.99 a month. We had our first season with Amazon last year, and I think... That with the digital platforms, we're ready to, for live sports at scale. And the next step is to step into the postseason, says the NFL Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer of NFL Media. This is huge for Peacock. You know how many people will sign up for at least a month on Peacock because of this game? A lot. Yeah. I will be going to a sports bar for that game if it's important to me. Um, but the likelihood is it won't be, so it's fine. I'll miss it. It's okay. Actually, I'll probably go somewhere and watch it. But I'm not signing up for Peacock over it. Uh, I'm not going to sign for one game. It's not worth it to me. But I'll go watch it somewhere mm -hmm. else. Assuming sports bars get it. You know, there are sports bars that do not have SEC Plus, which is insane to me. Right. Yeah. Because we, John and I were talking the other day. We ended up meeting out on Friday night to watch the Arkansas game. And it was like, uh, are we, oh, well, they don't have it. And I was like, okay. They just don't have streaming? They don't have, I guess. I mean, okay. yeah, because obviously if they have streaming, they yeah. can do it. But yeah, so you find a spot that's got it, but. 
It's just weird to me if you're a sports bar why you wouldn't have it. Doesn't make any sense. If you pay Peacock five bucks, you'd save more money than going out and watching it, though. It's true. And then you get all the other it. bonus content that's on Peacock that oh, you didn't yeah. know was there. <laughs> yeah. Do a lot of you time watching that. after you watch the game, too. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's probably true. Five bucks would be cheaper. You're right, Christian. I was just trying to take a stand. I'm working for convenience. I don't mind paying for convenience. How, how big of a pain in the butt is it to sign up? I don't know. It's I guess not. It, regardless, it'll probably be Do they have a QR code when you do it or not? That's the real That'll help, too. That's another thing. Uh, Oakland A's have reached an agreement with Bally's to build a potential stadium on the Tropicana Hotel site on the Vegas Strip. Hmm. So baseball in Vegas just got that much more interesting. Bally's made the announcement Monday for a 30,000-seat stadium on the 35-acre site. The project is expected to cost $1.5 billion, and they're trying to get $400 million in public support. So it's happening, and I'm assuming they will have a dome because it'll be hotter than Hades mm-hmm. during baseball season. I saw a kid in an ace hat yesterday, and I felt bad for him. I'm like, you have to get a new one, buddy. If you're visiting Vegas, are you going to take time away to go watch a baseball game? Is that something you want to do? Yeah, I would do that. If for it sure. was the Cubs, for sure. What if it's just uh, doesn't matter? Doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, I it's would probably go... going to be a cool stadium. Yeah, that's or... what I'm saying. It'll be amazing, and it'll have a roof. And it, if you're out there in the summertime or when baseball is going on, mm-hmm. it'll really be nice. Although spring baseball out there will really be great. It'll be like 80 degrees in April, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would for sure. Absolutely. I don't know how many casual baseball fans will make it a point, but. You know, just like with anything else, I'm sure that's a destination. If your team no. is playing there, yeah. you're going to make it a point to go. Yeah, being a Cubs fan, you you look on the schedule, look, hey, the Cubs are in Vegas on this weekend. Let's go to Vegas. I'd be about that. Uh, speaking of going to Vegas or Hot Springs or Pine Bluff or anywhere you like to make your wagers, uh, the 23 PGA Championship odds are set, and Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm are the among the favorites to win it all. Um, Scheffler's 750, Rahm is 800. Justin Thomas, who is the defending champion, is plus 2200 to become the first player to repeat since Brooks Kepka did it in 18 and 19. Rory is plus 1200. Dustin Johnson, did he end up winning this weekend at the Live Deal? I don't know. I know he's in the mix. Plus 2500. Victor Hovland's 3000, Speeth is 3500, Ricky Fowler's 5500, and Phil Mickelson's plus 15000. What about Jason Day? Don't have him, but he should definitely be on the list, without a doubt. You are correct, sir. I'm sure he is on the list. Yes. I don't have all the odds. Got that first win under his belt. But I I guess it snuck up on me. I forgot that it was this week, so it starts Thursday. Where is the PGA this year? I don't know. I was about to ask you. We'll have to look that up. I don't have that information. Uh, 10.58, we're up against it. I just realized they were having it this week, Wes. I can't get all the info. (laughs) Uh, Pat Bradley will join us on the other side. Thanks to River City Flooring. We've also got the Red White Report brought to you by Big O Tires. Talk a little about what's going on with the Hogs. Certainly softball. Excited about hosting this weekend against the Smarty Pants from Harvard. There's a race going on inside your body, and sometimes the bad guys, otherwise known as arthritis, get there first. That's when the joint pain kicks in. Your healing process is just too slow and just can't catch up, and it needs just a little bit of help from QC Kinetics. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a QC Kinetics medical director. We all know that you can heal yourself. If you get a cut, it heals on its own. Your joints are no different. We can take the 